Year after year, one of the most consistent items on my do something list is to have fun with fashion. Exploring my personal style has added more joy to my everyday life and helped me feel more like myself on the regular. However, I have found that there are some brands I would love to explore more, but they are out of my typical price range. Or there's the it item that I would love to try out, but without the commitment of keeping it. Enter Armoire. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, you can build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic personalized closet. The styles show up at your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, just swap them out for more new to you styles. I just did my quiz and have selected a few dresses for the summer from Bowdoin, one of my favorite brands that I can't typically afford. And I also got a double-breasted black blazer from a new-to-me designer, a classic item that I have been on the hunt for but too scared to commit to until I know it's the one. For you expecting mamas, for those who are working or those who are style-obsessed, who want to switch out your wardrobe with quality pieces without the designer prices, check out this woman-owned company that has your style and your sustainability in mind. Right now, my listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash progress. That's armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash progress to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. I'm Monica Packer from About Progress, and this is A Growth Spurt, a short episode where I share a bite-sized way you can increase your progress today. Something happened yesterday that, in the middle of it, I thought of all of you. So I'm doing a growth spurt on a weird kind of contemplative thought I've had. And it all happened because of a little conversation I had with my kids. We are so lucky to live very close to my kids' piano studio. And I love the setup because it's at a house where each room has a piano. And that means there's multiple teachers where kids can come all at once from a family and get a lesson in the same half hour period. And we were able to walk to and from yesterday so Brad could take the car to a dentist appointment. Anyway, on our way home, my little eight-year-old piped up and asked what I thought the baby would wish for if a genie came to him and gave him some wishes. And we talked about that for a little bit, and I had my own idea, and he had his own idea what the, what the baby would wish for, and he thought the baby would wish for more wishes until he could then give them to everyone else, which was really sweet. Then my kids started to all talk about what they would wish for if a genie came. And one of my kids wanted an endless supply of baked goods and candy that never went bad. 
And um, my daughter wanted art supplies, I believe. And another son said that he wanted cookies and cupcakes and cheese bogos to rain from the sky, (laughs) which started a whole other debate about how good they would taste and if that would even be something they would want if they would all go bad. Anywho, while I was listening and just loving that moment, I was thinking about what I would wish for. And just on the very tip of my tongue, I had two things in particular, two wishes I was about to say I would make, but then I stopped myself because I realized I actually would not wish that for them. And the first wish was that I wish nothing bad would ever happen to you kids. And the second wish was I wish that you would always get along with each other. Now, those two wishes definitely go back to some big fears and also annoyances and struggles I have as a mom, especially with them fighting. But the reason why I didn't declare those wishes is because just as I was about to say them, I realized in wishing those things and in getting them, I would actually be robbing them of far greater things. If nothing bad ever happened to my kids, then I know they would be missing out on things that would make them the people they are, a person of empathy, of conviction, of persistence, of of values. In the trying is what is the making of a human being. And I know that I would rob them of that. However much I, at the heart of me and of my parenting soul, do not want them to hurt in any way. I know I'd be robbing them of something greater. And me wishing that they would always get along, why I wouldn't wish that is because that's how I know they will get better at having hard conversations about overcoming conflict, uh, how to have different opinions from other people they love, and how to have friendships despite annoyances and frustrations and even purposeful pain caused to each other. While I was having that conversation with my kids, it made me think about the personal wishes I've been having lately about myself and my life. And they all go back to this main wish. I wish this wasn't so hard. I have found myself saying that a lot lately, and it's in all areas of my life from running this business, this podcast, to parenting, to marriage, to being a person of faith, to keeping food stocked and meals made and laundry done and the floor swept, I keep feeling, why does it all have to be so hard? And I thought that if I were to be a parent to myself and I had wishes that I could wish for my child, meaning me, that I would know a little better, that I would know that the hard, and it is hard, so we can validate that, but the hard is also the purpose. It's part of being here. Now, we speak a lot about the process on this podcast. I define the process as small wins building over time. And as I've taught that here, I have done my best to make sure you know that the process includes failure. It includes things not going well. But as part of that, I don't know if I've done a good enough job of also making the connection that the process is hard. Since I've been getting into gardening this year, I've been thinking more about plants. And, you know, we talk about how 
you know, plants grow and maybe they, I've said this in other episodes a long time ago, you know, they don't grow straight and perfectly. They grow every which way. But one thing I've been thinking as I've been watching my plants grow this past year is I've watched this little blossom turn into a full eggplant or a pepper or a tomato or a pumpkin. I've been thinking it must be a little painful for the plants to grow, right? But it's in the pain that the plant develops strong roots. It's how it creates fruit that is sound and tasty. And I keep thinking how that is a comparison to life too. That things have to be hard so we can appreciate it when it's a little easier. Just this last weekend, I felt like this little shadow over my like whole soul had been lifted a bit and I suddenly felt really like myself, like really embodied. I was there and it felt so good. I didn't realize that I hadn't really been, that I had been missing for a while. I think this past year and a half of growing a baby and now he's turning nine months old tomorrow and, and, and adjusting to a baby has been really challenging. But that moment of it feeling so good to be myself, I can tell you, I relished that. And I've relished the little things like simple conversations with my kids on the way home from their piano lessons about genies and wishes. And it's because of the hard that I've been able to recognize the good and the beautiful and the ease when it comes, however, rarely. So I'm saying this to you today because I think we all wish life would be easier. And in many ways, I don't think there's anything wrong with that wish, especially with what's going on in the world today. My goodness, I wish a whole lot of things were easier worldwide, especially for the kids who are suffering. So I'm not saying this so that you feel like you can't wish things were easier or that you should castigate yourself on your problems or be mad at yourself when you're having a bad day or bad moment and you find yourself wishing the same thing as me. I wish this wasn't so hard. No, I'm saying this to you today to just give you that little piece of perspective that I got in this conversation with my kids, that things being hard is part of the process. It's an important part too. It's an important part to anything we want to grow in and improve in, anything that is valuable and worthy from growth to love to living a life that is meaningful and good. So maybe we don't need to wish things were easy, but we can instead embrace that the hard can be along for the ride. And actually what I told my kids my wishes would be, I I changed them. I wish that they will be friends. And I wish that there was world peace for all children everywhere. I feel like I'm a, a beauty pageant person saying that, but you know what? I think we all wish for that right now. Before I go, I want to spotlight a progressor from this community. And actually, I'm going to spotlight a few. I did a post recently where I asked people what the, what simple ways they found ways to recharge themselves, especially ahead of time, ahead of falling apart or maybe having a moment of grumpiness. And uh, there's just a couple comments here that I thought were, were great and simple. Um, Taryn says reading is a big one. 
Heidi said, a nice long shower with no interruptions, a cup of tea with no interruptions, a quiet drive. I love that. Paula said, a walk. She puts on a book or a podcast and she just goes. And Barbara said, reading, a nap, talking with a friend, snuggling with my kids or hubby on the couch, being outside. I loved those simple ways that these women shared on ways that they recharged. And I hope that that's what you can do, especially when life is hard. You don't need to say, oh, life is hard and that's the way it's supposed to be. It's life is hard. What can I do to recharge? What can I do to better support myself? What can I do to seek support and help? I hope that can give you a little boost today. Now go and do something with what you learned today. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.